Hey, hey, everybody, Joe McCall, REI in your tennis shoes or something like that. around outside and just wanted to do a quick podcast. I got an email this morning. Well, first of all, let me tell you where I am. I am at our kids' summer camp vacation Bible school thing, and it's amazing. It's the highlight of the year for our church. About 6,000 kids over the two weeks. So we get 3,000 kids the first week, 3,000 the second week. There's about 1,500 volunteers. So it's about one volunteer for every two or three kids it's just amazing and it's so much fun anyway so I always help the two weeks usually I'm doing sound in the lunch tent so which is cool it's so much fun all four of my kids are here and uh, it's amazing they have this full-on drama team and dance worship team and they like practice and rehearse for two months before this they have two huge water parks with these huge inflatables and water and water balloons. Uh, tons of watermelon. And then they have these two parks with all these amusement park rides like big Ferris wheel, uh, big old slide. And then they do archery. Oh, it's just amazing. There's like nothing else out here. And the funny thing is only about 15% of the kids that come here go to our church. So 85, 90% of all the kids here uh, don't even go from our, to our church or just from around the community in the neighborhood. So it's a lot of fun. We've been doing this every year for nine years, maybe. But anyway, so I'm just walking around taking a little break. And I, wanted, I got an email from somebody, one of my clients, and I wanted to just share with you some lessons learned. Uh, this particular client is, kudos, pat on the back. I won't say his name, but it's a uh, Starts with, the first name starts with the letter B, and uh, is getting a deal. Got a deal under contract, and I don't know if the numbers are very good, but um, he definitely should should be advertising. And I wanted to tell you why. So he's trying to sell his contract, right? He's trying to assign his contract, so he's advertising the contract, and he sent out some letters, and um, he did what I told him to, sorta. <laughs> He sent some letters to recent cash buyers in the area, about a hundred of them, and was complaining a little that none of them went to his website and opted in to his website. And my first reaction was, what? what like, why are you even sending them to any website at all, period? Or question mark. Because um, that's the last thing you want to do. And those kinds of letters, when you're doing marketing for cash buyers, you don't want them to go to a website and you don't want their email address. You know what you want? You want their phone number. You want them to call you. And you want the letter to have or the postcard that you're sending. You want that phone number to go directly to your cell phone. Forget about fancy automation and trying to get outsourced. I mean, like trying to build websites and funnels for buyers and trying to get them to opt into a website to get a free special report so that you can just email them in the future about a property. Forget that. Drop it. You don't want that. It used to work maybe a few years ago, but the problem with emails is real simple. I mean, people just don't 
pay attention to them much anymore. They get drowned out easily with all the noise going on. And if you've been in this business long enough, in your wholesaling houses long enough, you're going to find that most of your buyers come from a phone call or from a text message. Really, that's it. And you're going to have a relationship. Most of your, your deals you're going to sell to um, cash buyers. You may have like three or four or five of them that buy most of your deals. And eventually you're going to learn exactly what they want, what they're looking for, the numbers that will work for them. And when you find a deal, many times before you even get it under contract, you'll know exactly who the buyer is that wants it. And so that's the goal. The goal isn't to get them to your website, to get them to opt in. People who sell websites and CRMs, that's what they try to sell you on and convince you of how valuable their websites are and how beautiful they are. Well, it doesn't matter a hill of beans. Now, you can, doesn't, I'm not saying you shouldn't, you shouldn't get a property and advertise the contract on a nice, beautiful website. Um, and you should not, I'm not saying you should not have a place for them to opt in because you do want their email addresses. But this is what you should do when you got to contract your advertising. Uh, advertise it with a phone number. I wouldn't even put my website on the letters. I just want a phone number. I want them to call me and talk to me. There's a letter that I've sent out for years that works really, really well. It's a, it's a desperate, motivated seller letter. Basically says, hey, desperate, I'm help, uh, help me, I'm desperate. I need to sell this property. I've had it listed for some time now. I need it sold yesterday. Take a drive-by, call me. I need this sold ASAP. The taxes are paid, the title is clear, etc., etc. And I handwrite it on a yellow letter and it gets a lot of calls. It's really good. And I send that letter to investors who bought in the last year in that neighborhood, in that area, maybe in the zip code or a mile radius from the house or whatever. That works really well. The second thing that I like to do is just call all the landlords that are currently advertising properties for rent in the area. Just call the landlords. Then call the property managers and the realtors in that area. Call the other wholesalers in the area. See if they have any buyers and so that they can partner with you on the deals. The bottom line, if the numbers work, if the numbers are good, you're not going to have any problem in whatever market you're in, you're not going to have any problem finding buyers. There's tons and tons of people right now looking for buyers. So just get them on the phone. That's my whole point of this podcast. Get them on the phone and talk to them. Um, the other thing I was going to say is this, and then I'll be done. Um, when you talk to buyers and they're not interested in the house, because I, I get this a lot from clients, um, find out what price they would be interested in. You may have to ask this four or five different ways and like really be persistent about it. Because um, sometimes they just won't tell you and they just may not be interested. They may just kind of be, well, I'm not, not interested. Um, but find out, like ask them, pester them. What price would make you drop everything and just make an offer on this property without even seeing it. When you get that number from them, uh, go back to the seller and renegotiate. Right? Don't take no for an answer. Just don't take I'm not interested for an answer. Find out what price they would be interested in it, even if they tell you I'm not even interested in that area. Because that's how you're going to sell these things. And a lot of times when you're just getting started, you're not going to get them at a good enough discount and you're not going to have much interest in buyers. And you're going to get discouraged and think that all this doesn't work. This is frustrating. Well, Network, find other wholesalers and ask them what would be a good price for this. Talk to other cash buyers. What would, would you buy this property for? 
And then as soon as you can, get that number so you can go back to the seller and either cancel your contract or renegotiate a lower price. Does that make sense? So I just think that'll make your life a lot easier. In fact, I don't remember the last time I sold, I don't think I've ever sold a property to just by, by an email, to an email list. Now I'm, again, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but an email, uh, a phone number is worth a hundred times more than a email is. Okay, cool guys. That's it for now. I got to go find out what's going on with the sound. We have this rapper. His name is Q Fire. He's really good. He does three shows today in the lunch tent. It's this huge lunch tent. I mean, they get cranes out here to set up this lunch tent. If I sent you a picture, they don't allow people to take pictures for security and privacy reasons, which is cool. I get it. But um, this lunch tent is massive. It's got to be like maybe 100 yards long, maybe 25, 30 yards wide. And uh, so I'm doing the sound in there, and we have this rapper who is really loud. It's funny. Every year when you have, usually every year we have a rapper, that, and he, they're always telling us to turn the music up, and we get all the adults that come to me and complain, turn it down, it's too loud. One parent today, at, or one adult who's a volunteer, he asked me for if I had any... Uh, what are it's called? Earplugs. And I told him, no, go to first aid. I think first aid probably has earplugs. Who knows? And uh, so here we go again. I'm out of here. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Take care.